time for business with Giles Beckford. Kia ora, Giles. Sky TV has a new agreement for its rugby coverage. Kia ora, Tiamani. Yes, it's nailed down the broadcast rights for major rugby events for the next seven years. It's also sold its money-losing streaming service, Rugby Pass. The value of the agreement hasn't been disclosed, but it secures Sky TV exclusive access to all of World Rugby's premium competitions between 2023 and 2029, while World Rugby takes possession of the streaming service. The rights deal includes men's and women's Rugby World Cups, the new international women's 15s competition and the Rugby 7 series. Sky's Chief Content and Commercial Officer Johnny Errington says the deal's bigger than just broadcasting rights. I'd like to see it as more of a partnership than a deal as such, given the different elements that we've been negotiating and finally been able to secure. Um, So the media rights are are definitely a very exciting part to us. But the other parts actually were very attractive to world rugby, Uh, those of ensuring that there's a a ready-made rugby audience from a digital perspective through Rugby Pass, but then also on the production side where we can work and ensure that we're bringing the right kind of content to uh, customers. Johnny Errington says the co-production agreement should be a game-changer in developing new audiences for women's rugby. The construction industry's fixation with jib-board plasterboard has uh, not been damaged following the supply crisis earlier in the year. Fingers were pointed at Fletcher Building for the shortage because of its dominance of the local market with the jib brand. Building suppliers and construction firms spoken to by RNZ say the worst of the shortages are now over. Following tweaks made by Fletcher's to increase production, some imports of alternative brands from overseas and falling demand. The crisis prompted a government task force to consider whether regulation for alternative products was needed and ways to streamline the use of untested materials. Well, the head of the construction firm, Naylor Love, Rick Hurd, was a member of that task force, and he says there's only been a minor increase in new products in the market. Uh, unfortunately, we, we tend to be quite short-term thinkers in this country, <laughs> and uh, and we, we really do need to support the alternative products. But uh, you're a house builder, and normally speaking, you get 100% performance and support from the jib product then you'll continue to use that time and time again. Whereas this, if you've got to look at an imported product, you might not have the uh, range of support uh, products that go with it. You might have concerns about quality and uh, whether the supp- importer's prepared to stand by those quality issues, then you sometimes you're prepared to pay the premium. And then while it's a short-term thinking, it, it, it t- takes away a lot of problems. And uh, builders have a lot of problems. And if they can get rid of one or two, they will do it very quickly. That's Rick Hurd, the chief executive of building firm Naylor Love. Fletcher Buildings Building Products chief executive Hamish McBeath says it expects its new production facility, which is being built near Tauranga, to be operational by May, and that should increase capacity by about a third. Employees are threatening to quit their jobs if they don't get a, uh, get to keep flexible working conditions as the rising cost of living hits household budgets. Inflation, of course, is running at a 30-year high, above 7%. And a survey by the human resources and payroll firm Employment Hero shows nearly half of hybrid or remote workers would consider resigning if their bosses told them to return to the office full-time. The company's chief people officer, Alex Hatting, says employees are looking to cut costs and businesses have little choice but to help the workforce. 
they are saving money, whether it's commute, um, also time, productivity time in that commute, uh, fuel. We know the, the cost of fuel has absolutely skyrocketed and being able to work remotely just means that you're able to do that. Look, listen to your employees. So survey them, ask them what it is they're wanting so that you do keep on, t- you know, you do keep your talented people. Um, ask what, what does flexible work mean for them? How many times do they want to work remotely or hybrid? Alex Hatting says, in a tight labour market, providing remote work is an easy and cost-effective benefit for workers. Well, the prospect of higher oil prices caused by planned production cuts is adding to concerns about inflation. And the impact of that and other price pressures is being amplified as well by the strength of the US dollar, which is being underpinned by the Federal Reserve's rate rises to fight inflation. A host of commodities are priced in US dollars, whether it be dairy, grain, precious metals, steel or coal. The head of foreign exchange strategy at RBC in London, Elsa Lignos, says economies are suffering a double hit. So many of these commodities priced in dollars and form a big part of headline inflation. Not so much core inflation, but the second round effects also matter to consumers. It puts political pressure on governments and it puts pressure on central banks that then have to respond with higher rates even as economic activity is slowing down. Elsa Lignos says the high US dollar is also raising the cost of borrowing and debt servicing costs for many economies. Well, there were some big numbers out over the weekend in the US and that sent their markets tumbling. Let's catch up to see how it's all washing through local markets. Joined by Andrew Cathy of Craig's Investment Partners. Good good afternoon to you, Andrew. Good afternoon, Giles. Well, as we were saying there, Wall Street took a bit of a tumble after their jobs report came out and I see that we were looking a bit soggy as well. Yes, that's followed through to our market. But look, overseas, it's going to be a busy week. On the economic front, there's inflation figures out on Wednesday and Thursday, their PPI and CPI reports. And also we're starting to see the uh, international quarterly reporting season kicking off this week with some of those large US financials. So as we put it in our parlance here, we're probably looking at a bit of a downsy week then. Yeah, it started off negatively. Look, the the NZX 50 is down 100 sorry, 130 points or 1.17%. Some of those higher local uh, dividend-paying stocks are weaker. A2 Milk's off 1.5% at $6.17. Auckland Airport's back to $7.19, down 6 cents. Chorus is down half a percent at $7.57. Contact Energy is down 1.25% at $7.25. EBOS off 52 cents at $36.28. Fletcher's is off 6 at $5.11. Fisher and Paykel Healthcare down almost two and a half percent at eighteen dollars eighty one. Main freight down seven cents at sixty seven dollars. Meridian off five and a half cents at four dollars sixty nine and a half. Porter Towering is back five at six dollars thirty five. Ryman off seven at eight fifty. Sky TV down two cents at two dollars twenty. Spark is down one and a half cents at five dollars four. Somerset they had their third quarter update. They're down one percent at ten dollars twenty one. I know, do there not a rise amongst them? How's it looking in Australia? The ASX 200, it's down 1.4% or off 95 points at 6,668 points. Look, they had a very strong week last week after that RBA increase in rates of only quarter of a percent. Their market was up 4.5% last week, which is the biggest gain since April 2020. 
looking at some of the big companies there. BHP, it's down 17 cents at $39.89. Commonwealth Bank down 1.5% at $95.08. CSL off $5 at $283.83. National Australia Bank down 40 cents at $29.74. Rio Tinto is down about 68 cents at $95.99. Westpac off 19 cents at $21.69. Okay, let's whip straight. Let's 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 cut short Australia and get into the local currency, please. Yeah, look, we're weaker against the US dollar. We're currently fifty five ninety nine against Australia eighty eight point oh five against sterling fifty point five eight and against the euro fifty seven point five one. Interest rates: ninety day bank bills three point nine two five percent. Ten year interest rates are four point four seven. Brent crude is currently US dollars ninety seven dollars eighty four a barrel. Gold's trading at sixteen hundred and ninety eight dollars an ounce. Thank you very much. That's Andrew Cassie from Craig's Investment Partners. News and numbers in the business sense updated half past five in checkpoint. But for now, that's uh, Kaipaki.